The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? Feels like it's better, it's better with you. My life, it's better, it's better with you. This is true, it's better, it's better with two. My life, it's better with you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm a sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Oh my God, guys, guys, guys. What, what, what is it, Trav? I, listen, if there's one thing I know about the two of you, it's that you're always looking for a good investment. And I hope you guys are ready to get in on the ground floor because I've got a really exciting opportunity for you guys. Wow, that's okay. great! I'm I have looking. so much money, and I yeah. want to make. Yeah. It, I want to turn it into more money by doing I'll no make, work. That's I'm the American so glad. Way, you know? Yeah, so happy to hear that. So, I was approached uh, by some scientists, and they're looking for investors. Okay. Uh, they are going to open up. What kind of scientists? Oh, like uh, really, really smart. They have like lab coats and what's uh, their like? But what's their like field? Uh, let's say genetics. Very okay. promising. Very promising. They're planning to open up um a experience park, and they will be bringing back. And you guys aren't going to believe this. Dinosaurs. Okay. Okay. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. And they are looking for investors to help fund this park. And this thing, oh my God, guys, it's going to be a huge hit. Yeah. The return on investment is all but guaranteed. So, can I, can they, will they name a Stegosaurus after me if I give them like a hundred bucks? They are looking for a little bit more than that. I agree. They're looking in the range of like, mm, and this is this is gonna pucker you up a bit, but like five million dollars. Okay, right. what would the five million be going towards? Yeah, uh, making dinosaurs and feeding the dinosaurs and building walls for the dinosaurs. I could probably make you a dinosaur for like ten, ten large. 10, uh, 10 Gs? I mean, yeah, we can 10... maybe split it three ways. But listen, guys, listen. I know. I know that that kind of number is very big. But once this park opens and everybody starts going to it, we're going to make so much money okay. back. Okay. I'm going to – I hate to put you on the spot. Okay. Uh, but you are now the official representative representative of the park. Understandable. Yeah. Okay. I get um, that. Um, d- d- what If we bring them back, mm-hmm. yeah. isn't there a – Danger, and I this think is Griffin, and this is my question. Okay, <laughs> if we bring them back, uh-huh. is there not a danger that yeah. they will sort of run? I mean, I don't want to be offensive. I know PC culture, but kind of run wild on humanity. 
Uh, well. Oh, did you miss where I said we'd be building walls? There would be big kick-ass walls. We'd um, have walls. That's And the other thing, Juice, is the reason the cavemans got pwned uh-huh. is they didn't have our bazookas. Yeah. Okay. Our um, electricity weapons. Dinosaurs hate those. So I'm not worried so much about that. I'm more worried about that dinosaurs are not sexy. So I guess mm. could we could we give them like... Big boobies. Big jugs and wieners. and <laughs> That's already part. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. Is that going to limit our audience? No, no, I don't think so. I think because we'll have we'll have a little bit of something for everyone. Yeah, you know not all mean? the not all the dinosaurs are going to have big juicy jugs and like wieners. we can't do that to a pterodactyl because it, no. it would fall out of the sky. You got to balance that, but like, and so it's like some T Rex, yes. will have big juicy jugs, <laughs> big big beautiful juicy jugs or what? Yeah, so dude. let's let's all up. Well, it depends pivot. on how much we invest. Let's okay, pivot. That's true. Here's me at the dinosaur park. Where's right. the T-Rex? Over there? Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Wow, damn, that's a good T-Rex. Well, time to go home. How are you going to make it sticky? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we're planning to have a couple restaurants that will then serve chopped up dinosaurs. Oh, okay. Buffett's Okay. Mm. Yeah. But they will have dinosaur steaks, so you can find out what the dinosaurs tasted like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's actually, if I'm going to be honest, that's kind of the primary focus of the park at this point. Yeah. Is we will be churning these dinosaurs out at a rate um, that to keep up with uh, hunger, basically. Yeah, okay. And that can be like our NFTs, which is, which is new food, pterodactyl. Yeah, exactly. Also, uh, and this, this, this one's kind of important. We're going to make the dinosaurs bigger and bigger and bigger. But also... Yeah. And this is my innovation that I kind of gave to them. Some of them, smaller and smaller and smaller. That could be cool. What if we made the small dinosaurs oh. big and the big dinosaurs small, and then yes. we like let everybody see them get revenge on like a tiny little T-Rex that they could just kind of stomp around? You know, we you touched on this briefly, Trev, but I do think the possibilities of eating the dinosaurs is massive. Thank you. Um, I think that if we're breeding them already, we're creating them with, you know, big, beautiful, juicy jugs. That's yes. already. I'm actually you know, going to put delicious. a. I'm going to put a huh. uh, limit on, on that. On talking about that, <laughs> and it, the limit was two times ago. Okay, so that's off the table. But we are still talking about eating these gorgeous. Well, dinos. yeah, and I'll tell you this, guys. These geneticists have made some serious breakthrough. They said that they can um, breed these dinosaurs with inherent teriyaki flavor. Okay, okay. it's just right in their it's blood, right in their DNA. Okay. Is there a worry? Is there a dino concern? DNA? Please. It is there a worry? Is there a concern that that will make them? too delicious to their compatriots. Now, if I'm struggling, I'm yeah. waiting for my next bucket of sheep slop and I am and Craig starts smelling real, real good. good. A, real. Lot of, a lot of umami wafting off yeah. of Craig. Yeah. I might have to go in for a taste. Now, Justin, I'm thank you for asking. The scientists did say that it will not make them more violent towards each other, but 
the teriyaki does get in their brains and just make them more violent in general, more yeah. aggressive. So there will be they will be delicious and angry. But I we don't see that as a problem. Also, it will increase their vertical leap tenfold. Yeah, but, but we, we just think that that will be fine. That much Ooh, bigger. The walls. The bigger yeah, they're not going to find that out. How would they know that they could jump that high? Right? Like they won't know. It, Are you telling me the secret is that they have to believe in themselves? <laughs> well, Justin, I mean that's not scientific, but yes. We'll have a Tinderdactyl. We'll have a Stegosaurus. Yep. There's uh-huh. a lot of opportunities here that I'm sure. really... Tri-tip Ceratops is another uh-huh. great option for when Very we do cut, cut up and eat these. Yeah, perfect. And scene. Thank you so T-bone much Rex. for joining us on T-bone this... T-Bone Rex. Oh, T-bone, that's good. Uh, for, on this um, sponsored episode, um, I don't know if you guys are excited, but all two hours and 26 minutes of Jurassic World Dominion uh, is coming my way uh, uh, this evening at the local multiplex. <laughs> oh, yeah. me as well. Excited to get a seat for this uh, this this ride. I I will say, Justin, the thing that w- in the movie what they resurrect dinosaurs, but what the movie resurrects in my heart is hope. Yeah. And let me tell you why, Justin. And maybe resurrects not the right word because it doesn't make it seem like some kind of dinosaur Jesus. But um, for me, Justin. Yeah, I just can't wait to see how they once again are surprised that dinosaurs are running amok, right? You'd think after a while, after six of these ding dang things, right? We get to the point where they'd be like, "Oh, what's that? Di- yeah, we're fucked, man. Yeah, yeah. dinosaurs." They should dude. have invented some sort of dinosaur poison. Certainly at this Thank point. Thank you. They are just animals, and what do humans excel at, if not poisoning the animals? Yeah. Now, Unlike other, I was inspired to take on another sponsored episode because I was I was listening to our uh, McElroy Family Fun Hour. Sure, sponsored by Tatina. You don't need yeah. to say the name of the brand because they don't. Well, well, they already. I mean, they're a dear friend, a dear friend of the brand uh, of our brand. It's a brand partnership, uh, and I really miss doing those. But people aren't exactly lining up. There's a lot of other podcasts out there. Sure, yeah, these days. So this one is kind of on spec in that. Yes, I feel like Universal should just donate whatever they feel is fair to us. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, so, so like we'll do the we'll do the episode, right? And then yeah. hope that they hear it, I guess. So I don't know how to reach them or yeah. anything. Yeah. And then they'll sort of like pay us whatever they think is fair for this branded content. It's on spec. Well when okay. we're done, if you guys want, I can like put this onto like a CDR disc and like send it to Sam Neal and be I'm like, Sam, so, can you get this to somebody? It's so cool that you know how to do that. Yeah, thank you. Um, I tried. I can't get my computer to do it. I put CDs in my computer, and it just starts playing the songs on them. Oh, no, no, no. You got to have a burner. Uh, can I tell you guys something great? What? <laughs> this is great. This I want to keep it on Jurassic Park just for a little bit. Jurassic World, Justin, please. Jurassic World Dominion, huge opening. Uh, is what we're trying to get them going. Not a lot of people heard of this flick. Listen, Sam, people are sick of dinosaurs, but we're going to bring it back. You're welcome. Just like they brought back the dinosaurs. Got a story from the Hollywood Reporter here for you. Um, <laughs> you know, Sam Neill's back for this one. Oh, yeah. My buddy? Yeah, your buddy Sam Neill is back for this one. Getting the, the team back. Alan Grant, Ellie Sattler. Sure. The whole team. Um, Skronk. You remember? You guys that, remember Skronk, the big one, the caveman yeah. they resurrected to help them kill all the dinosaurs? And I think it was three. That was in JP three. three. Yeah, JP three. 
because that guy we, parachuted into the pterodactyl enclosure and saw a frozen caveman in the wall, and then he like landed over there, and then he like held the lighter up to the ice I for a while. It was Vince Vaughn, and he was getting pecked apart by the pterodactyls, but then Schrock broke out of the ice, and he was like, "I'm your granddad." Shut up. No, Shut actually, up. I believe Vince Vaughn played Schrock in this one because he played it was, both dibs. of them. Yeah, I called dibs. Oh, sorry. I'm go ahead. To talk. Oh, sorry. Okay, so you guys remember in the first Jurassic Park, one of the first ones they see is that Brachiosaurus, and I they're mean, like yeah, man. nutting over, like yeah, yeah they're fucking old, losing. Alan their Grant shit. nuts in his pants, and he's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. he's like so yeah, excited. classic. The, okay, I thought, so, that, by the way, I thought the sound effect they used was a little over the top, but go on. Yeah. So Hollywood Reporter is interviewing Sam Neill in uh-huh. a press junket for for this film. In twenty, and this is what the story says: In twenty eighteen, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, the fifth installment in the Jurassic franchise, the beloved Brachiosaurus from the nineteen ninety three film, perished as a result of a volcanic eruption on Isla Nublar. And Neil, until now, meaning in the interview, was unaware that it was the same Brachiosaurus that had bowled Grant and Sattler over in nineteen ninety three. So here's the. <laughs> Quote from Sam. I didn't know it was the same one. Well, that is heartbreaking. Such a sweet creature. <laughs> Sam. Sam. You tender-hearted Sam, soul. You dear man. What? You didn't deserve that reaction, Sam. You, Wait, hold on. Stop the interview. Man. Stop the interview. What? What? It was the same one? What are you talking about? No. Someone would have told me. I got, I, I've, hold on. I've got to call somebody about this. I need confirmation. Oh, oh Sam. Sam. Also, I didn't know. Is it? How are we supposed to know that? Uh, he, has somebody... he has a tattoo. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got, he's got a, and it's kind of like played, but he did have a Dino tattoo from, Flint, from Flintstones. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, did you guys ever put it together that Dino is also like spelled like Dino? Don't insult my intelligence and the intelligence of our many listeners. Because it's like he's a So I can't wait to see this one. I did miss the last one of them and the one before that. And so I uh, am wondering yeah. if I if there will be certain things nah. that I will. Okay. Well, my only exposure is that sometimes we go to the dinosaur park here in um, Austin. And it is yeah. a purely, these things Erotic. are dead as disco. These are decorative dinos only. Um, but they do have toys there from the JP franchise, and it's like, watch as he shares a psychic link via Bluetooth connection with Blue, the yeah. Velociraptor, and it's like, whoa. There's definitely some, some plot losing, yeah. I would say, in the first and second where um, there is, okay, guys, there's a moment in the first one uh, where what they've done here, and I find this quite interesting as a choice, is they've said, people are getting fucking bored with dinosaurs. They've seen dinosaurs. So what yeah. we're going to do is invent our own dinosaur. We're going to make a different dinosaur. Okay. And it it what it does is invents a world in which after like a decade or so, everyone's like, dinosaurs? Fucking seen them. <laughs> yeah, dude, I get it. It doesn't invent that world, Travis. It, it observes the current world. Because if you don't mm. think that would happen, you're not paying attention, man. Yes. Oh, that's You're fair. not paying attention, man. And you know what? Nobody else is either. So let's do some advice questions. Okay, yeah. And I think that that's what America needs right now. This now, we didn't plan this spec episode, by the way, in time to request dinosaur-themed questions. So I just pulled questions that I thought 
We could the maybe we could yeah, we could somehow tie it in. Yeah, that's part. That's so tasteful, Travis. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, that's what a I lot of to. people are so sweaty in these in these sponsored things, and they're mm-hmm. like so desperate to like say the brand over and over again. You yeah, know what I mean, and we yeah, may yeah. as well. We may not mention Travis. We may not mention it again. Right. This year, I'm going to be working in a camp for most of the summer. I'm super excited, and this will be fine. Except my birthday is also in the summer. I will be turning 17. If you are curious, I was. I am not a big birthday person in general, preferring to do something smaller with my friends. And I do not want to celebrate my birthday with people I don't know well. The issue is I have some friends that are also working there. I'm not sure if they know when my birthday is. I don't want to tell them the other staff, but I also don't want to ask them directly in case they don't know and then slip up later. But brothers, what should I do? Hmm. Yeah. Or you guys see the catch here, right? You guys see the problem, right? Distill it for me, Dr. Grant. If you go to your friends and say like, hey, do you, are you guys like, do you know when my birthday is? Right, like so loaded. Absolutely, do not. <laughs> do not. That's what I'm say saying. That to any human being ever in your life, you cannot, cannot be done. Because just by introducing that, right, there is no like. If they're like, no, why? And you're oh like, don't god, worry it would be about so it. So sad. Oh god, that would be so brutal. Oh. <laughs> right <laughs> this one is actually tough a lot of these are easy but this one's tough because what if they like what if you walk in to the egg hall that's really right yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah and sure. they have all of the um kids with uh special powers right. I'm assuming that's the kind of camp it is yeah why else would anyone go to camp talents and gifts that they have to be uh honing like what if you go into the egg hall and they're like singing you're like they they're like Shh, here they are and then they sing happy birthday to you oh, oh man no. or you're like right in the middle of like running like you know a training exercise in the danger room and then they're like what's this oh no it's the birthday cake monster and you're like yeah. oh no man this is so embarrassing and in front of wolverine ugh but yeah ugh. i don't think i don't think it's x men that's a that's a comic that's like a cartoon. Well, that's also a good point, Griffin, because it's a school and not a camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's right. a good point because, like, they're not working they at school. Have, do you think, do you think Professor Charles Xavier's School for Gifted Children, you think they had, like, field trips to Heiner's? <laughs> like, do oh, you think they yeah? got to go to Kosai and do all the things? Like, did they get to go to Kings Island? And today we're going to go to the dairy farm to figure out how you milk cows. Exactly. Uh, Professor, yeah, right. I can shoot. Like spikes out of my hands. Well, what don't do that. To- don't Shut do up. That while we're milking the cows, it'll make all the milk come do you out. I think that Professor Charles Xavier School for Gifted Children, that they have like algebra? <laughs> I mean, interesting. Like, we, I don't, you have to cut something, yeah, right? To have time for the danger room and what all. It's got well, to be home, econ- it's gotta be home economics, though. Like, you know, those kids, you know, Iceman walks out with his fucking diploma and they're like, okay. That'll be um, $1,500 for the diploma and your robes, and we will take a check. And he's like, I do not know how <laughs> to I... do a check. But this would imply that there is a teacher there. <laughs> he gets a, the freshers are 
first fight, he gets a small rip in his costume. <laughs> you see him just shoving it into a trash can. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what to do with There's this, There's nothing man. to be done for it. I'm sorry, I need a new... Where do you get more of these? But that is why I said there's nothing to be done. There's a moment as a teacher's lounge, right, where it's just like, here's, you know, Emma Frost, and she's like, yesterday we taught the students how to, you know, fight the Sentinels or whatever. And then, like, there's, like... You know, uh, teacher, Mr. Like Stevens, who's like, yeah, and I got this kid. He's not doing great in math. Or, uh, But what did you say about Sentinels? Mm-hmm. What's your class? That sounds, yeah, that sounds good. Do you Jubilee think it pres- is just sitting in the audience at Hamilton like, this is fucking wild. What kind of twisted <laughs> mind thought up all these crazy <laughs> characters? <laughs> did you say Jujubee? Jujubees? I'm pretty sure I said ju- Jubilee. I don't think I said Jujubee. As <laughs> funny said as that would be. <laughs> at Professor Xavier School for Gifted Children, thank did, you. Did they get like Christmas break and like. No. Summer break and shit. No, that wouldn't make any sense. Like your parents, a lot of those kids didn't come from great environments. They don't want to go home for Christmas break. Yeah, but yeah. He, but like if my kids like, oh yeah, BB has powers and she can like you know make machines do her bit. I'm like awesome. Oh uh, yeah, she's got to go to this special cool, school. Cool, cool. When do I get to see her? Oh, yeah, she's got to fight the Sentinels. Excuse me, my kid. My kids got to fight the fucking Sentinels. Yeah, well, that's how else do you want them to learn how to. Make it in this great, this cuckoo wall of ours. And you guys are also going to teach stuff about like taxes and like how a bill becomes a law and stuff, right? Well, yeah, for sure. For sort sure. of, yeah. Actually, very close to that. On Fridays, the teachers get a half day uh-huh. to go kill Magneto. So they're going to watch <laughs> Mr. Holland's opus. <laughs> so it's kind of that, I guess. And okay. Fucking, one of them's fucking fighting Magneto. And Magneto's like, what's that terrible smell? And it's like, oh, I have a, I have this weird hot stink that comes out of my <laughs> armpit hair. I have a hot stink that comes out of my armpit hair. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's why it's like crazy, man. It's like there, so. You think weird. that kid? That kid is like he get he goes to his senior year, mm-hmm. and then he's the all. Everyone's like, so here's your costumes with big X's on them, and then the, this to Jake is like, so where's they're like, here you go, Jake. Is what's this? Is your diploma? You graduated. See you later. <laughs> There's gotta be <laughs> good luck. There's gotta be someone who just discusses in a comic book, but I've never thought about it before. That there's like when they graduate, it's like, hey, listen, you didn't make the team, and you're also not, not even Alpha Flight Canada. Yeah, you're not like cut out <laughs> to be like a teacher here, so you're you you're done. I was Go like, well, what do I workforce. do? What do I do now? Well, my suggestion, uh, my first would be to get your GED because yeah. you do not have a comparable We're education. We're not accredited here. This, this is not, not an accreditation. For, you've basically been um, legally truant for the last eight years, so there's going to be some issues here. Um, also, we will be sending a bill to your parents because like, we kind of fed you and did stuff for you for like eight years, and now like you're not... Uh, part of the team or whatever. So so tired of giving away all these great free ideas. I know, and I also worry that we're getting a little too like like into the nerdy stuff. Yeah, let's get back to dinosaur stuff, right? Yeah, these big beautiful be. No, here's another question. Here's a whoa, Griffin, you got something? Speaking of nerds, here comes a wizard, and I can call him that because we're friends. Cool. I'm so glad you guys have grown so close. By the way, Adrian. Yeah, we're like real road road boys so adrian cow sent this in thank you adrian nice to have you back in the fold 
It's how to act like a Furby. Oh. A Furby's a fun toy for kids and well, is fun to, and is fun to act like. They change their whole outlook on life often and are always hungry. If you're a huge Furby fan, acting like a Furby can be a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Can I ask you we're we're of an age to remember the the Furby craze. Are Furbies fun? Sure. Yeah. How? In what way? They, they talk to tricks. each other. They do talk tricks. Talk to each other, do tricks. How is that fun? Like, Why are you being so judgy? Right? No, I'm just you're I'm being thinking about this. this. I'm not trying to be judgy. I'm trying to think about there are toys that do. I we, I just bought BB and Dot a marble run. Oh, fucking fuck fun yeah. for days, yeah. right? A Furby? I'm just not sure what service is providing as far as fun goes. Listen to you. Yeah, I say that sentence out loud again and then think about what how you're saying it about this the the service that the fun child's toy that talks and sounds like a alien. Oh, what does it do? What does it do? Crash just lighten up. Just chill. It's fun. Okay, okay guys. You're ruining, you're, saying... you're ruining the fucking mood. Wow. Okay. Please go on. I'm willing to open my mind up to the fact that um maybe a Furby is in some way fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. Creep. All right. Thank you. I don't know why you're being such, so a, sorry. Uh, such a gosh dang. So sorry such about such my gosh brother. Damn creep I'm just saying, it. guys, I just don't see what it does. Okay. It's fine. What does it have to do? What does a marble run do? What do you want it do? to do? A marble run, a marble just run goes I down. put marbles in it and I watch it do things. A Furby Ooh, demands my it's attention. Not gonna fucking, it's not going to fucking rub my feet at the end of the day. So it's a shitty Thank toy. You. Huh? Well, yeah. It's not yeah. gonna cook. It's not gonna cook me my my ham at the end of the day. So what's the fucking point of it? It's not making me money. That's for Can sure. Just, I'm so sorry about all this, Griffin. Can you just go try to to carry on? I don't know that I fucking can. Looking the part. Decide what color Furby you are. They vary Good in color question. from white, black, orange, pink, blue, and even yellow. Choose the color you like best. Cool. I think I'm gonna go yellow. Okay. You don't even like them. You don't like them. So you that. don't get to I even pretend. You don't even get to do pretends. Oh my god! Justin's. I'm just saying that a Furby is an electronic version of a bag of flour given to a kid in health class to learn about responsibility. Okay, marbles just rocks and ramps. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, dude. Wear you just listen to cool things. Wear, wear furry clothing according to the color you picked. For example, if you are a blue Furby, wear blue furry clothing with no texture designs on it. Whoa, that's Go gonna be hard dedication. To Go barefoot. Furby's dread shoes. So whenever what? you can't, Furby's dread shoes. So whenever <laughs> you can't, shoes. <laughs> go barefoot whenever you can in the summer. Wear flip flops a lot. Um. Okay. But so. you just said. Um. Here's here's another thing. Don't wear makeup and jewelry. A Furby would never wear these things. Furby baby, I like you just natural. You don't have to try like the other take Furbies. Take your makeup off, take your shoes off, put some makeup off, you're a Furby now. <laughs> but do wear a realistic pair of ears that are the color of your Furby. Purchase that a realistic- shirt has some text, that's busted. <laughs> Purchase a realistic tail too, wear them every day, do not sleep in them. Wait, I, I, don't sleep in, Tur Furby can't take off its tail. Can, Furby Good can't point. rip off its ears and tail. Can't you sleep? <laughs> Ah, they'll grow back. They always do. Um, Free me. <laughs> change your personality according to what is happening in life. Pretty sure we're all doing that all the time. That's automatic, actually. Yeah, that's actually how uh, being works. Yeah. How do we it's, know Furbies don't like makeup and jewelry and stuff? Maybe we've just never offered it. Maybe we've never tried to doll up. 
Tart up. <laughs> Tart up. up. Tart up one of these fur. Tart up these beautiful boys. Tart my Furby. Tart this Furby for me, please. If everything is going well with your family and friends and life is great, be social, kind, and caring. If someone angers yeah. you or makes you mad or life is pretty sad for you, be grouchy and veer away from crowds. Check, uh -huh. check. Checks across the board. Yeah, I've got this covered, actually. I'm actually already being a Furby all the time. Yeah. Was this copied and pasted from maybe a different WikiHow article? <laughs> yeah. It's like, just, well, I can just use that here. It's perfect. Um, it's, per it's applicable. When someone pulls or steps on your tail, do something according to your personality. If you are in the loving one, giggle. If you are in the loving one, giggle. If you yeah. are in the grouchy one, glare. If you are the dancer girl slash boy, go, ow, dude. If you are the sassy type, Roll mm -hmm. your eyes. That is what happens when someone pulls my butt now, just as yes. a human. Someone pulls my butt, and if I'm in a loving mood, I'm like, hee, hee, hee. But yeah, then when sure. I'm in a dancer girl or guy mood, I guess. Sure. Yeah. I was on the street dancing the other day, so we grabbed both cheeks and pulled as hard as they could. Oh, man, I'm sorry. And I, I it was my mistake, because I was like, hey. I didn't say, ow, dude, because yeah. I was in dancer mode. And so I, I, I'm not allowed to be a Furby anymore. Eat a lot. Furbies get hungry frequently. Don't stuff yourself. Never overeat or put yourself at risk for diabetes. What? What? <laughs> this took a strange turn. Thanks, WikiHow article. Um, just eat whenever you feel hungry and eat a variety of anything you like. Love desserts Wait, and sweet treats. Eat dessert a lot. What? What? Wait, this is part of being a Furby? <laughs> yeah, man. Eat a lot, but don't eat a lot. It's hey, sweets. Jeremy, uh, I was looking at your first draft of this uh, WikiHow article you wrote about how to be a Furby. Uh, Wait, so I, what do you think of boss? Sir, sir, I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. I only I only wrote in uh, 30 or 40 pages of nutritional. This is mainly an article about nutrition, and I briefly mentioned the Furbies at the beginning. Are you yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, no. I'm thinking maybe expand the Furby aspect of this and maybe include <laughs> something about how to react when someone's mean to you. Might be useful to, I mean, just a general reader, right? We like, ran uh, it through the focus groups and we definitely need way less nutrition stuff, way more stuff about how if someone pulls your butt, you go, ow, dude. Yeah. Um, and maybe yeah. change the okay. title from like how to eat healthy and like have the energy you need to accomplish things throughout the day. Maybe mm -hmm. change that to be like how to be a Furby. Um, I don't actually know. I've never actually seen a Furby. Is that a problem or no? Um, I've pulled up uh several tabs on my computer just like all the time, just in case Holy you had shit, asked about your it. Your computer's smoking. Is that? It's a lot of tabs. <laughs> um, so if you want to come check them out, they've been up for a while. So there's some burn in on the okay, screen. Let me just. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's so, it's so hot. Why do I have to hold? Well, you gotta hold it because that's the <laughs> sacrifice you make for Furbies. Now let me pull your ears and tail off. Oh, huh, that's weird. They won't come off. Well, I'll just pull harder. <laughs> okay, now go back and write, and don't let this happen again. Oh no, my wife's probably gonna come downstairs now. Oh, She's gonna man. assume that I cut my finger off with a miter saw. Yeah, that's fair. Um, sleep a lot. <laughs> I'm doing again. I'm living that crushing Furby it. life, huh? Uh, Furbies get tired easily. Take one or two naps during the day and have an earlier bedtime than others. Sleep in as long as you like. There is what? Sleep in as long as you like, as long as there is no school. If it is a school day, wake up on time. Yes. No. Did you add that? No, no, no. It says that. Keep so your it grades says up. right in there, huh? Keep, it doesn't say keep your grades up, but I think it's implied it's there. Implied. It's implied. Um. Hey, check this out. Love music. Okay. Oh, boy. Love music. 
dance to music, music and have fun. Don't forget to change into a dancer girl slash boy when music is okay, on. Okay, guys, here's what I'm starting to learn, that I was wrong at the beginning because apparently a Furby is very useful to teach us how to be more human. Right, he's teaching us like when someone makes you mad, it's okay to be mad. And when you're hungry, you should eat. Don't get diabetes. And like when you're tired, you should sleep, man. And when music comes on, fucking dance like nobody's watching. Um, it's so wild that they felt they had to clarify you should not eat to a point where it's detrimental to your health. Why did we have to clarify that for this? And I'm not sure I trust um the WikiHow Furby article to set those kinds of parameters yes for for anyone anyone at all sing also, if you like uh, singing have some have some confidence in your convictions when you're like sleeping as much as you want that's what Furby would do unless you have school well yeah, which one is school? it yeah um yeah it should go whole hog it should be like kiss a furby just kiss like a furby's whole hog yeah Get your Furby whole hog out. Sing if you like singing. Sing frequently and always hum. Pretend to think no one is listening when you sing. Wait. Pretend to think. Uh-huh. Holy. That just sent an existential chill up my spine. What if that's all I'm ever doing? Holy shit, Furby article. Whoa! Oh, no! (laughs) Nulu, happy! Learn Furbish. Nulu! I can only pretend to think. Woohoo! And so am I only pretending to exist? What would Descartes say? Oh no! I cease to exist! I'm derealizing Nulu! (laughs) Nulu! Nulu! I am nothing, Nulu! Uh, what dreams may come when we have shoveled off this verbal coil? <laughs> if you can, get a Furby and read the instructions. It comes with a guide to speaking Furbish. Memorize all you can and Can't download the up. Furby app. Look in the Furbish dictionary and learn to speak it fluently. Do not go overboard with Furbish. Make sure others can still understand what? you. Fuck you, WikiHow article. I'm going to make edits to this right now. Furbish? Yes, change it, Griffin. Go for it. Let's go to the Money Zone while I fix here. all Hold on, of this. I got a Furbish yeah, dictionary here. I'm going to do the Money Zone in Furbish. Okay, that'll oh, be fun. perfect. Something everybody can enjoy. Is that a, is that a movie? Hey, if you want to get your website off the ground. That would make me really new, Lou, Justin. Oh, I can't actually do this discourse space. They've been a Is long... this not an E-Day way to do this... <laughs> Article of this. They've been a wonderful friend yeah. to us as a as a podcast, and I can't do this, Tim. It's the all-in-one platform for making a better website about translating Furbies to English. Daita, daita, indeed, Trav. Uh, they say in the copy here they encourage to read, uh, make this read our own, and I think we are f- accomplishing that. Yeah, that that's you definitely today. It's done. It's Toad Eye. Of course, you could, you too could stand out with a beautiful website. And it's not actually, uh, you know, kidding aside, it's not really that hard to, to make a website with Squarespace. They make it really easy. Make it easy to, like, change things up. and Yeah, and you don't have to it. be a doll way to do it. This is actually, it's run its natural course, I think. It's oh, run yeah? its natural okay. course Great, now. great, great. Yes. Good. No, yes. And wait, 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 wait. This is not one of those things where we are challenging you. Right. Yes. No, I don't. I actually don't want to do it anymore. I felt myself slipping away. You felt it. Okay. Good. I felt myself losing myself too deep into Furbish, and I couldn't yeah. see 
the yeah. outside anymore. You can, you know, you can add, it's a great companion for your business too, because you can add booking and scheduling and, and, you know, sell stuff all through your Squarespace website. So if you've been putting it off or maybe you have a website you don't love, check out Squarespace. Go to squarespace.com. Maybe you have a website that you still love, but not in the passionate way you once did. It, the fire's gone out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Trav. Thank you. So rekindle the flame with Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com slash brother for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code MYBROTHER to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let me tell you about Bombas's mission. Okay. Justin, can you give me some mission music? Their mission. Whoa. No, that's not it. Can you give me something else? That's the only music I have. Okay, well, just any sounds there. They got a mission. No. I made it quieter. Now, give me um, something more intense. Do you have anything intense? It doesn't have to be music. Uh, Sure. A piece of that just, the tip just got me, Odell. Their mission. Oh, that got me good. Okay. You all right? A piece of that tip just got me. Okay. Their mission is to make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you are also giving to someone in need. Pretty cool. Pretty cool if you ask me. Plus, they've designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you can't wait to put on every day. That is true. I just bought myself. That's right, bought. I didn't wait for Bombas to send me stuff. I bought it underpants, and I love them. They're comfortable, and they make my junk look great. <laughs> Come on. Man, that business load, Lulu. It does look Lulu down there. <laughs> Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a cozy feel. And clothesless. clothesless. <laughs> they don't exist. <laughs> it's just like the emperor stuff. Yeah. It's like wearing nothing, and everyone's like, hey, I love it. I can't participate in this scam anymore. Bob sends you empty bucks. <laughs> I'm sorry you got to find out like this. And there's a note uh, card in it that says, looking good, baby. And it's like, Bombas, you don't know me like that. When they sell no-show socks, they literally, they, it's it literally, they no. don't show up in the box. I can't believe, but all, this is the thing, all the clothes they sell get donated. Even the stuff you're like, but I was going to wear that. Tough. Should we sorry, say man. now that these are jokes? These are jokes. These are jokes. They do send you things for you to put on your body. No, Griffin, you can't wink. You can't wink. All right, because that kind of undermines okay, the good. whole thing. They really send clothes. Seriously, <laughs> they really do. Oh wait, I let, swear. Me try, let me try it like this. They really send you <laughs> no, some clothes. That's still bad. That's still bad. They don't. They definitely don't not send clothes. All right, all right. Yeah, we've had enough fun. Okay. Yeah. The socks are not real, though, for real. Griffin. <laughs> Griffin, come on. Go to bombas.com slash my brother and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash my brother for 20% off. Bombas.com slash my brother. They're real socks. Definitely real socks. And they don't cut 20% off the socks. Like some people say that they do. That's not true. It's all the socks are there. It's entire socks for 20% off the price. Real socks. Hey, it's John Moe. Join me on Depression Mode for conversations on how mental health shapes our life. This week, David Sedaris with stories of his late father that he's finally willing to tell. I think there's a difference between, you know, a good person and a good character. Like, he was a good character, my boyfriend here. And my father was another one of those people. He was a really good character, but he, he, he wasn't a good person. Depression Mode with John Moe, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Can we please do the second question? Oh. Hey, welcome to our new segment, Building a Mystery. Oh, okay. All right. You guys are going to love this. As children, we were all raised on Encyclopedia Brown books. Um, This is a book, if you're not familiar, that is about a young boy and his friend Sally and how they solve mysteries together. Encyclopedia is a genius. To the point where the cops often consult like an 11-year-old child. There hasn't been a crime in Idaville for over a year. This is where Encyclopedia Brown lives. So we were raised on these books. And I've been getting my daughter Charlie into uh, the books as well. And it's fun. You listen to them and then you try to solve the mystery, you know, at the end, just like Encyclopedia does. It's fun. It's good problem solving. They're great. I assume they're available at Scholastic Book Fair still. You can find them anywhere fine books are sold. There are, however, I have to say, Donald J. Sobel, the author of this franchise, wrote a lot of these things. Oh, yeah. And he had, let's call it, a gift for metaphor. Sure. And what I what we're going to be doing in this brand new segment is we're going to be checking out some of Mr. Sobel's absolutely bananas <laughs> metaphors. And you are going to try to guess. This is a quiz show. Oh, okay. You are going to try to guess how <laughs> these, these absolute bangers uh, complete. So I'm going to give you the first half. Okay. And then you have to guess the second half. Are you ready? Yeah, please. We're going to begin with Encyclopedia Brown Saves the Day. Not the first first book chronologically, but it was the one that we were listening to uh, when when I thought of this series. And in fact, it was this first question that prompted me down this rabbit hole that was so much deeper than I thought it would be. Here we go. Bugs Meanie. That's the bully of, I mean, this guy is a master criminal. He's real fucked up. He's so fucked up. And he's like twist. He's basically the Joker. The Joker. Yeah. Can't yeah. Thank you, Travis. The specter of the Joker up unless it's Bugs. Bugs Meanie was the leader of a gang of wild older boys. Mm-hmm. They called them. Man, I would actually be really good doing audiobooks for Encyclopedia. You oh, would. I thought you were going to say as a gang of wild older boys. Justin, Bugs you would Meanie. slot into a gang of wild older boys like a like a key into a lock. This is this is our neighborhood's toughest gang. They're called the Tigers. It's Bugs Meanie, a bunch of other kids, and a forty-one-year-old man in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> he does a lot of the driving around and purchasing and the buying of beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bugs He's Meanie not was the, the leader. He isn't the leader. <laughs> he answers to that. He answers to that preteen Bugs Meanie. Okay, he's kind Bugs of the Me- vizier. To <laughs> Bugs Meanie. <laughs> Bugs, <laughs> he is helping him start at five twenty nine to raise money for college, which please, is cool. Please, please, Effendi, let let me bend your ear for a moment, please, my little birds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to know Meanie your principal's was... address? <laughs> All right, Bugs Meanie was the leader of a gang of wild older boys. They called themselves the Tigers. Uh-huh. They should have called themselves the Weathermen. Why? Because? Because why? Complete the metaphor. Why should they have or is called- is this a simile? The, I don't care. Why should they have called the- ti- It's. I mean, it's a joke, it sounds like, the setup for a joke. Why should because they have- they I were, mean, you're going to have to tell me after I'm done. Be, why should they have called themselves the Weathermen? Because they were always raining on everyone's parade. Okay, fascinating. Griffin. Why should they have called this gang of boy? Because they, <laughs> they are thunder, because they are destructive as a- hurricane or a tornado they should have called themselves the weathermen 
They never stole anything until the coast was clear. Huh. What? Say okay. one more. Say one more. Well, you know, they should have called themselves the weathermen. They never stole anything until the coast was clear. You know how a weatherman is always looking at the horizon from Donald? the ocean? And he's just like, there's Donald? a storm rolling in. Donald, are you okay, bud? Okay, give me another. You've had your turn, growled Bugs. He jerked a thumb over his shoulder. Now make like a pair of headlights and... Make like a pair of, pair headlights. of headlights and um and go and and and, and I don't it, and damn and swerve and, and hit, hit and the road switch off switch off click I'm off say, hit the road hit hit the road Travis it's hit the road yeah but they don't good job headlights don't tip it the car hits the that's yeah Griffin well, the car hits the road no 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 now hold on to Mr Sobel's defense. The light shines on the road, so you can see okay, it. Okay, that's fine. Benny was a good friend standing up. As soon as he lay down, he went to sleep and became a threat to the nation's forests. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> because he snored like a buzzsaw. His snoring shook branches loose for half a mile around. All right. Now, Donald? Travis gets half a point for that. <laughs> yeah, he gets half but a point. But also, I... Donald, mine was better. Why did you reach yeah. so far? As Encyclopedia biked past the empty lot on Rock Garden Lane, he saw Nathan Winslow swinging a pickaxe at top speed. What? The boy detective braked to a halt. Hey, Nathan, he called. What are you doing? What does it look like? Said Nathan. I'm digging. Now leave me alone. Now, how does he now <laughs> complete this line? <laughs> now leave me alone. Mm -mm -mm. I have to practice. What are the grunts there? What does he say? What what could he possibly be saying there? Leave me alone. And it's like a turn of phrase? Yeah, it's like a turn of phrase, like a classic turn of phrase. Leave me alone. Uh, you ragamuffin. We were looking for go wash an elephant or something. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Okay, when are these books? When are these books from? Eighteen? <laughs> no, like the nineteen sixties. Okay, so maybe that's just how kids talk back then. It's just I don't unhinged, know, dude. We don't know. Go watch an elephant or something, or something. Okay, we have one more from Encyclopedia Brown saves the day. Forget it, said Encyclopedia. The shine of gold can be worse than a close shave. Oh, the shine of gold. Can, can be, be worse, worse than a close, close shave. shave because you can you can cut yourself on the I, I, my brain is not capable of the kind of lateral thinking that is that this that Come these on, passages Travis. demand. Use that broken brain. For yeah, no, right. A shine of gold can be worse than a close shave. Uh. It, smooth I don't, I got has made a lot of people lose their heads. Oh. I don't think a lot of people have cut their whole fucking well, heads off while shaving. John, Donald Sobel also wrote Sweeney Todd. <laughs> so yeah. that's the important thing you need to know. Two more quick ones. These are from Encyclopedia Brown Keeps the Peace. In every book, they do one of these about the tigers, and then there's something mean that Bugs Meany says to Encyclopedia Brown. This happens in every book. Yeah. Bugs was the leader of a gang of tough older boys who called themselves the Tigers. They should have called themselves the Teabags. 
<laughs> oh boy. Um, they should have called themselves the teabags because they were always stirring things up. Um, they should because there was them- always something brewing. Damn it, Travis is too. Travis is leagues better at this game than I am. Like he's in a whole nother echelon. Um, but he didn't guess it. Yet. Oh, I didn't. Uh, they huh. Called themselves no, the teabags because they love to spoon. Because <laughs> they always found themselves in hot water. They were always getting into hot water. Oh, damn, Griffin, nice. Griffin McElroy, really nice. I'll take that one. Last one. Bugs to, this is Bugs to Encyclopedia. Get off the earth. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Get off the earth, he snarled upon seeing the boy detective, or I'll twist your nose so far around you'll, what? (laughs) You'll stand on the ceiling. You'll smell your brain. You'll part your hair every time you sneeze. Fuck, that's good. That's what we're looking for. Bugs, that's that's fucking good. Anyway. Absolutely. Now, Justin, my first crush was the uh, young woman who played Sally Kimball. Hell yeah, dude. In the Encyclopedia Brown HBO show. So Um, tough. She was so tough and brave. Hey, Justin, so, when I asked you during the ad break to play some mysterious music, both the, and, mm-hmm. and you were like, this is Yeah, it. I know, Trav. It was, the button was right there. You but fucking lied to me. That's really good. No, but if I had burned that early, yeah. then it would be like, you just had that lying around okay, or something. You know what I mean? It would have yeah. robbed some of the specials. Also, I don't want Sarah to come after me. Yeah. That's fair. You know? Yeah, very She loves abandoned puppies. She don't have any love for the J-Man. No, she she said man. that publicly. Uh, uh, here we have a second. Please, question. Christ! I've been waiting. My partner and I recently purchased our first home in a small rural town. Nice. One of the bedrooms in our house has two very large murals of monster trucks, floor to ceiling, and the word Bigfoot painted on the wall. Yeah. Every single one of our new neighbors has joyfully brought up these monster trucks in conversation. The problem is we are not monster truck folks, what? and do not know who or what tr- monster truck Bigfoot is. If you don't, I put in order. Yeah. If you don't know who Bigfoot is, you do not know who literally any monster truck is. Yeah, whatsoever. right. Yeah, that is the. I mean, maybe the Truckosaurus. Truck. You might know Truckosaurus. Also, Truckosaurus, but that's not even a monster. No, truck. Truckosaurus. It's a robot that eats it's trucks. It's a showpiece more than anything. It yeah. is not. Yes. It does not participate in the events. It's also you have t- you have large pictures of monster trucks painted on the wall. And you know that Bigfoot is a monster truck. You cannot say you don't know who or what M- Bigfoot is. It's a big monster truck called Bigfoot. It doesn't have personality traits that differentiate it from other monster trucks. It's the first monster truck. I'm looking here. It was it. It was a 1974 Ford F-250 pickup that was modified by its owner, Bob Chandler, beginning in 1975. By 1979, the modifications were so extensive, the truck came to be regarded as the first monster truck. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Bigfoot had a, like a cartoon show. Like Bigfoot's, Bigfoot's wild. It's the yeah, blue one on the wall that you have. Okay, so anyway, this person, this question asker, uh, how do we respond to all these Bigfoot compliments from our new neighbors? Are we allowed to paint over these regional treasure murals in our new home? Do we lean into the monster truck honorific? That's from Rurally Remarkable in Cumberland, Canada. Yeah. Um, I mean... I'll never forgive Like, do what you want. I'll never forgive you. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can paint over the word Bigfoot. That's fine. That's just, it's a, uh, we have pictures here. It's a small like font treatment, whatever. Paint over that, right? Because it's not even close to the two pictures of the fucking. Yeah, it's like the in a corner trucks. by a window too. Right. Pretty. So it could just be like unrelated. Like this is actually about the monster Bigfoot. I love him and his big in body. Ca- in Cat's Cradle, Kurt Van- Vonnegut writes, as Bokanon says, peculiar travel suggestions are dancing lessons from God. Wow. I would extend that mm-hmm. to Bigfoot's on your wall. This is the universe trying to show you that this is part of your life now. Like you, you, this is part of your life. These floors, by the way, are fucking divine. Yeah. I would not risk painting these walls just because I don't want to ruin these beautiful floors. Holy crap. Yeah. These murals, by the way, these are not big heads. You may in your no. home be thinking these are fat These head, are fat painted. These, these are, are hand painted, painted by somebody. Tasteful. And there's like a perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. There's one where like Bigfoot is leaping. It's that one, by the way. It looks three dimensional. The it's detail amazing. in it is incredible. Now, what I will say, I can see where that front view monster truck is a little much. It's a, that one's almost, if I could say weirdly, it's kind of suggestive. It is kind of suggestive. Yeah. And the you, room, just looking at the dimensions, it, 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 I would say maybe ten by ten. There is a lot of there is a lot of mural in this space. I would grant you that. I think, I think the text of Bigfoot is a sticker. I think. You think so? At it, I don't think that that's actually. Yeah, you can get on, that off. I don't. Here. You could take that off. You could paint over that. I don't think that would be a crime against humanity. If you did anything, uh, oh wait a minute. Okay, enhance, enhance. Zoom in, Victoria. Zoom in. I think I can make out an artist's name. Victoria, enhance, please. Enhance. Are you able to make it out? Where is it? In the in the corner under the wheel, under the wheel on the left wheel uh, near the outlet. Left wheel. Yeah, the outlet. Oh God, yes. I don't see it, but I'm seeing a mark. L- look right. Look below the outlet. Oh yes, the yes, wheel. yes. Okay, over there on the one on the wall. Okay, of hold on. Course. I believe. Oh, it I don't says know, but that is Marky Mama Toto. It does seem like those letters are in there. Marky, it's, Marky Mama Toto. I don't think it Mama Popo. Marky Mama Popo. It could be. It look. Uh, I'm, people are thinking we're having a laugh here. If this looks like any name, it's Marky Mama Toto. Or Mama Popo, possibly. Or Mama, or Mama Popo. Popo, possibly. Or Mama Mar Popo. Anyway. I would, anyway, you can't, no. You absolutely can in no reality or any other paint over these big, beautiful, big no. And, and it, listen, it, let's rank them, right? You yeah. can paint over the word. That's solid. Yes. yes. I can see where you can justify Painting over the red truck at the front of the rim. Yes, here's the justification. I'm a monster, and I have But no you soul. can see where it's like it's bearing down on you and friends. Now, you could also that make position super... a hell of an entertainment center there. Yeah, yeah it's a tone piece. Or a, a, he- a headboard for your bed, because then you could be like... <laughs> Who's in charge? Yeah. Like for like sexual stuff, you could be like, who's yeah. in who's in charge? Well, then I would want it the bed facing that, but it, it, that's not important. But the Bigfoot on the wall, the ramping, jumping beauty. If you touch it with your fingers, 
right? You're going to get oils on yeah, it that are going to. Yeah. It belongs in a museum. You're gonna, which means that you have to make your house a museum. Correct. And I'm sorry, this part of your home doesn't belong to you anymore. It belongs to all of yes. us. And I hate to do like eminent domain. Yeah. But I do think that I'm doing, I'm, oh my gosh. I never thought I'd be able to do this on a podcast, but in my powers as a notary public, yes. I am declaring this room of your home on the register of historic places oh, wow. in Cumberland. That's wow. amazing. So yeah, I and I'm I got my stamp right here. Yeah. Okay, it, this is official, folks. And I would never abuse this power. I take it oh, extremely wow. seriously. Oh wow, your stamp says "Good for Canada" on it. Yeah, it says also "Good also for Canada." Also good for one Canada. Wow. I don't know. You're going to need to get a plaque first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not just talking about for the wall. You're going to need to get a sign outside too, right? Robin Mars, if you're listening, uh, mm -hmm. any advice you can get on um, how the, the process of getting those, but like home of the painting of Bigfoot that's really good is my like suggestion, but you can probably make whatever <coughs> you want. Another option, because this is clearly not, you, you don't appreciate this in the way it needs to be appreciated. So you can't just take that door out and sort of um, drywall over the door. And then in like 150 years, when yeah. someone else owns the house and like one of their kids throws a, uh, a hammer or something and it like smashes into the drywall and they'll be like, hold on a second. Wait a minute. I, I think there's a, a room past there. Or maybe they're just looking at the house from the outside and be like, there's a window there, but there's no room. And so they get in there and they're like, what treasures are we going to find? And they find two big, beautiful, fucking badass Bigfoot boys up there on the walls. Um that's gonna be like a real national treasure moment for them, and you can. If give you're gonna that do thing. that, though, I think you gotta go one step further and leave, like in the dead center of the room, like one like forward key. Oh, and so wow. they're like, what? Wow, Hold on, is this? And a it's note that be. just says, "Find it." Yeah, I find me. Hear, find me. I need to hear from you know. I'm gonna reach out to Who? Justin McElroy in Canada. In Canada, Canadian Justin McElroy, uh, I feel like would be my best point of contact here. I'm also going to reach out to the village of Cumberland itself yeah. to see the process of getting a house added to the historic register. Yeah. And let me, because I will do, I, question asker, thank you so much for your support. I will do anything to sell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will spare no expense. Spare no expense. There Yay. it is. I will also say this, Justin, I'm actually willing to go one step further. Um, I not only do I want this room registered and protected for all of time, I think you have been gifted the opportunity to, this is a hobby now, right? Because sometimes you're like, oh, is it too late in life to start a collection? Is it too yeah. late in life? Do I care enough about this thing to like spend my time doing it? This decision's been made for you. You chose to buy a house yeah. with a Bigfoot room in it. You knew it was there. It's not like they cleverly hid that from you as they showed you this room. You knew yeah. it was there. So now it's time to start buying up all of the historical Bigfoot merchandise you I, can find. One last thing, question asker. If you can zero in on who that artist yes, is, please. I would love to have them. If it's if it's Marky Mama Popo, that would be a real vindication for me. I also would like to address the fact that the owners of this house probably walked into this room and were like, this is fucking funny. We got to send this into our favorite podcast. So they took some pictures, sent this question, and they're like, did you send the pictures? Yeah, I did. Okay, now we can paint. And then they painted over all of it, and There's now no they're way. listening no, And no now way. they're listening to the episode, and they are very panicked. Like, yeah. can we find Marky Mama Popo to recreate this work? Can we try and draw our own badass monster trucks on the wall? We're going to roll up to this thing with the, you know, governor or whatever, ready to just sort of like take take it over and find some real 
let's call it what it is, shoddy, shoddy craftsmanship of some busted monster trucks that we'll recognize with our keen eye, not the original oh, yeah. work. The brush strokes, yeah, the brush know. strokes are. We're gonna need different. a Griffin's right. We're gonna need a proof of life. Uh, hold up today's newspaper next to this and take another photo, please. And then just proceed <laughs> yeah. to do that every day until we die. And don't give, if you have not already regretted sending this question, you're about and to. Like, <laughs> every boundaries are being. so important, and we are really Thank cognizant you. of that. And we have tried, you, you know, we have really endeavored to establish those healthy boundaries between us mm-hmm. and our audience. But this is our fucking room now. This is our room. This, yeah, this, our, belongs, this to belongs to us now. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. Uh, we're going to go do some shows this week. What? Yep. We're coming to your town, provided your town is Boston. Yep. Or the Foxwoods Casino in Connecticut. Um, either one of those. You could come see us. And we would just, I mean, honestly, we would love it. I'd be it. thrilled. I'd love it. Yeah, it would be cool. It'd How be cool so would it be cool. to see you there, right? Am I right? If you want to go to McElroy family, McElroy.family and click tours, you can see we're going to be at the Wang Theater in Boston June 17th, and uh, that's Taz. June 18th is Bam Bam at the uh, Boston at the Wang Theater. Wish Manners, by the way. Wish Manners, nice. Uh, June 19th uh, will be My Brother, My Brother, and Me at the uh, Foxwoods Casino in Mashantucket, Connecticut. So please go get tickets to those shows. They are going to be actually good and not bad and don't forget to send in questions for those two put uh you know either foxwoods or boston in the subject line whichever one you are going to be at so we can you know do those questions don't forget your masks don't forget your masks uh and proof and uh you know proof of vaccination or uh negative covid test within 72 hours uh also pre-orders for taz 11th hour are now open it's going to come out Woo-hoo. February 21st, 2023. You can go to theadventurezonecomic.com to pre-order. And I'm just going to say, it's the best one yet. Whoa. Yeah, there it is. I said it. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us. Griffin. Thanks, Montaigne, for our theme song, mm-hmm. My Life is Better With You. you It's one that you can really fucking slam dance to. That's if you true. Try, if you try really hard, but do it Did safe. Did you hear their new one with um, the... Uh, uh, the pronunciation is going to be a problem for me. Okay, but they're great. The great folks from the Eurovision show that did "Baby, I can't wait to know what do you think about it." Believe it. You know that guy. You know, you remember that one? You introduced this topic, and for then you're regret, acting like we made so you do bad. it. So I regretted it so bad. I'm so sorry. Okay. And go to macroymerch.com. Check out all the cool stuff that's there because 10% of all merch proceeds this month go to Fairness West Virginia, which is the statewide civil liberties advocacy organization dedicated to fair treatment and civil rights for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender West Virginians. Great cause. And you can get some fun merch. And, you know, it, it's awesome. Do it. Uh. Okay. Let's go. Daddy Frere. Okay. Daddy Frere. Okay. Yeah, for sh- Daddy Frere. I assume Absolutely. that's the person from your version person, and not like yes. what you're now calling Griffin. Uh okay. I want I want to hear a per- impersonation of Bigfoot. Uh Bigfoot? Yeah. Um The truck. Yeah, oh sure, sure. god, oh, that was close, Justin. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's the problem with the alternator. Crunch a muncher, crunch a muncher. 
Oh, and he's got ah! popcorn in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he's killing people. <laughs> he's in the crowd. Oh, no. Oh, Bigfoot. Ouch. Ouch. Ow. <laughs> oh, no. He got Ringo Starr. <laughs> what? Another monster truck's coming in oh, to stop God. him. The penguin orphanage is here on a field trip. Not now. My name is Justin McElroy. <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy. My name is Travis Sucker. I've become Bigfoot. Life finds a way. Don't kiss your dad. Square the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.